you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And as with every episode, we start this one saying that the intended audience is everybody. And today we'll be speaking of our special guest, Amanda McDowell, on what her role is in pharmacy technology and informatics. And I'm actually really excited to talk to Amanda today because it's not very often that I speak with someone that has a pharmacy technician background before getting into this space. So thank you so much for taking some time to be on the podcast, Amanda. How are you doing today? I'm great. I hope you are too. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, just for listeners to kind of get a little bit of background about yourself, can you kind of just tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe your journey? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do think it's important that I start by stating that I am speaking for myself and not for my employer. And so the opinions expressed are my own and do not necessarily reflect the positions or opinions of my employer, BD. But to answer a question about myself, uh, I'm a pharmacy tech um, and I have been for I guess about 12 years now. I live in Western North Carolina um, where I grew up for I wanted to leave and wound up wanting to stay forever. I'm currently a pharmacy implementation consultant, but I really enjoy figuring out how things work. Um, I label myself as curious always, and it's the first thing I always say about myself. Um, I have spent most of my career um, needing to know how and why things work, and then I master that. (laughs) And then next, most important to me is making sure other people understand all of the above. So kind of helper, doer, motivator kind of person. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, just before you got into the field of, uh, before you even became a pharmacy technician, like what was the reason why you kind of moved into that role? Oh, that's a really good question. I grew up here in North Carolina and my mom was a pharmacy tech for as long as I've existed. And I feel like most of the time when we see our parents' job, it's not necessarily something we see ourselves doing. I always said I wanted to do anything but that. But I grew up in retail pharmacy, going there every day after school, helping clean countertops, um, organize, you know, pill bottles. And so when it time came time for me to choose what I wanted to do, I think that's the only thing that really felt comfortable to me. Oh, okay. So then like, how did you go about like getting your training to be a pharmacy technician? So I started in retail when I was in high school, actually in the in, in a retail pharmacy store in the photo lab. And then a position opened in the pharmacy and I decided to apply for it. I already worked there. I already knew um, the people who worked there. And so I kind of just did on the job training to become a pharmacy tech until later few years and I realized maybe I wanted to get my CPHT certification so that there would be some sort of movement forward um, in the future for me. Oh, cool, cool. So how long were you a pharmacy technician for in that kind of space? Um, well, I worked there full time um, right out of high school while I was in college. And then I also worked there part time while I had a full time job as a paramedic for five years. So I would say um, about five, six years. Oh, okay, cool, cool. So you know the experiences that you get in that space, right? I think after that, you had stated before that you were you you became a pharmacy informatics uh, specialist. So how did you kind of like get into that role after your experience as a technician in uh, the retail side? Um, so I got my pharmacy tech certification while I was in retail, and a few of the ladies that I was working with in retail transitioned into hospital. 
and we have a really great hospital here locally, um, which is now a large hospital, hospital system, but they told me about potential job openings and the pharmacy there. And so I decided to go ahead and apply for it. It was kind of on accident that I wound up with that job. I just applied for it, not knowing if I would get it or not. And that's when my journey started. I applied for a regular pharmacy tech position in the pharmacy and wound up interviewing um, for a pharmacy automation role, which I wound up getting because in retail, we had some automation. We had a machine that basically had an arm in retail. It had all of our fast movers and it would fill the amber bottles and then um, put them on a conveyor belt and label them. I kind of volunteered to take on that project. And so with that experience, I wound up in hospital starting um, on the pharmacy automation team. Oh, that's really cool. So you got some automation experience already before you got to the hospital. Uh, so were there any like other kind of, like, I guess, uh, transferable skills that you had from the, the retail setting that was able to make you, that was able to like kind of help you be successful when you were in the inpatient side? Um, I definitely think communication skills, learning beforehand, you know, med names and what they were used for. That way it kind of made me feel less confused in the hospital space, but there definitely was a giant learning curve from retail to hospital pharmacy. I did, like I said, start on the automation team, which kind of felt a little more comfortable for me because I do like figuring out how things work, mastering them, you know, and, and perfecting them. So that I think helped, but definitely whenever I did help staff in the pharmacy, it was a learning curve at first. I will not lie. <laughs> I think that's uh, always a learning curve going into like a, such a largely different space, right? Than what you were used to. Mm-hmm. Yep. So aside from the automation piece, uh, what else did you do at that hospital when, when you were on the informatics group? Okay. Um, that's a great question. So, you know, I started as an automation tech where, where I think most of my gold in my career comes from is learning about the entire life cycle of a medication, truly, because I learned, you know, the whole ordering piece, restocking, dispensing, delivering, bringing returns back, processing those, you know, answering the phone when I was staffing, all of that, which I think is really important. Like I said, I started as a pharmacy automation tech, but throughout the years, pharmacy operations began asking us for trendable, usable data which wasn't something that we had access to at that time. Um, I started pharmacy automation slash informatics around 2010. So our team sort of pioneered what data the pharmacy operations would use in our hospital. My role transitioned from pharmacy automation to a data analyst and then finally to um, a pharmacy informatics specialist on a team of 10. Um, we had five techs and five pharmacists on that team. Oh, wow. Yeah, which I think is really special to invite in, you know, five techs into that space where I learned so much from the pharmacist. We did almost the same job. Of course, there were some things we couldn't do. So um, we did scan maintenance for our entire hospital system, but we had to be, you know, double checked. Everything else we pretty much did alongside the pharmacist. Oh, that's really cool. So were you able to, when you went onto the informatics uh, team, like as a pharmacy informatics specialist, then did you get to work more on like EHR related things? Like maybe, like I think you mentioned BCMA, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So at first it was just utilization, understanding like what should our power levels be on the floor? What should our power levels be in the pharmacy and why? And then it transitioned into, for me, everyone has their own little, you know, specialty that they get into. Mine um, was scan codes. People make fun of me. I love barcodes. I spent my days looking at scan codes, 
not only doing scan code maintenance, but also pulling data, trending uh, like reject reasons on the MAR, shadowing nurses to watch their techniques and good techniques and not so good techniques, like finding barcodes in pockets and things like that, um, which I think is really interesting. And so um, developed a barcode medication um, administration team where I worked and I worked closely with nursing informatics. So I think that's cool. Um, I've got to learn about nursing practices, which I had no experience with before. I learned the how and why they were doing things a certain way because in pharmacy, I had an idea of how they should be doing it. But I think that spending time shadowing them and being present for them helped me be um, better at my job um, because I got to see it from all aspects of, of medication administration. So I spent time with nurses on the floor learning their processes, and then I collected all of the data that I found. Um, I kind of inherited BCMA team from a colleague who left, and we started then reporting out to med safety and then also the nurse council meeting. We would go to monthly and we would report our findings. We also helped develop what we considered the compliance goal um, for nurses and helped figure out why they might not be reaching that goal. Um, so, like I said, being curious and really volunteering for extra things that really sang to me personally. Awesome. Awesome. So I guess a number of years after that, uh, you were, how did you kind of like get into the role that you are currently at, at BD? I think, again, being curious, I was really good at what I did and I feel like I mastered it. And I, I, I felt like this position that I have with BD really helps encompass, you know, all of the aspects of all of the years of, of work that I've done. And it's very exciting for me. And I feel very proud to do what I do. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, you know, uh, so so the listeners of this podcast, uh, there's a number of them that are, you know, pharmacists. There's a number of them that are, you know, uh, pharmacy interns. And I've actually had a handful also of pharmacy technicians who had asked for, you know, roles that a pharmacy technician can do in terms of the informatics space and the technology space. So, I mean, you had a lot of experience in different fields of that. Can you, can you kind of explain, like, maybe some of the things you think that technicians can have a big role in for this space? Absolutely. And I want to start this by saying there is no such thing as just a pharmacy technician. And it breaks my heart whenever I hear technicians tell me this. Like, I'm like, you know, so what kind of training do you need? And they say, oh, I'm just a pharmacy technician. There really is no such thing as just a pharmacy technician. And I'll repeat that a million times. Um, every pharmacy technician I have ever met is brilliant and is very good at everything they do, but everyone has their specialty or things that they're curious about. I think first and foremost, for me, I've been lucky enough to have not only family that supports me, but I've had amazing mentors in my life and managers and directors and leaders who believe in me and support my curiosity. So if you are a technician, um, my mentor, someone that I look up to very much, told me to have a long-term goal and then break that down into short-term goals. So if you're curious in pharmacy informatics, I would start to break that up into little chunks. So where can I volunteer? Is there a need that I see that I can fill, you know, that leads me in the direction of um, pharmacy informatics? My first 
volunteer curiosity goal was for building some way to track our unit inspection. Um, we partnered up with a really great software company, and I helped develop the um, questions and the layout from scratch. And that's what I did. I took ownership of it, and they still use it today. I think as technicians, you do see the life cycle of a medication in ways that maybe some other pharmacy roles don't. And so if you see a gap or you see a need, I would highly suggest you volunteer and, you know, put forth any suggestions that you have. And if, if there's not already a process in place for that, maybe volunteer to start developing it. Awesome. Awesome for, you know, just uh, stating the, uh, some of that advice. That's really good. And, you know, I was also curious, like out of your whole career path, like right now, you know, through your years of being a pharmacy technician in the uh, retail space and then getting into the informatics space, what was like kind of your, one of your most rewarding experiences? Maybe it could be from the time you were at retail or inpatient, or maybe it's something that you did in the informatics side. Like, what did you feel like was something that kind of stood out to you? I think that the most rewarding thing for me was, and I feel like a lot of pharmacy informatics um, teams might also feel this, there is a weird gray area between pharmacy and IT. You don't quite know where you belong um, because you are so deeply, you know, in with pharmacy operations and also with IT. So for me, my most rewarding thing in this whole journey has been, honestly, BCMA in that team because I really helped bridge, you know, informatics, right? Um, and data analytics and being able to trend. Um, I would take raw scan codes from what they scanned in the MAR and I would then do my own parsing logic to translate that into um, what the NDC might be. And then I would chase the NDC to figure out what the med was. And then when I figured out what the med was, I would then have to figure out where it came from. So that's where life cycle of a med from the pharmacy perspective came into play. Did it come in from the distributor? Did it come from the patient's home med? Where did this medication come from? And so I feel like my role in that really helped, you know, bridge gaps between nursing and pharmacy and then bringing in informatics and in with that as well. So I think that's probably, probably the most awesome thing I've done so far to date. So, you know, if like there were any technicians out there that were, you know, curious about your journey, but a little bit more that we didn't cover on the podcast or um, had even just further questions for you, what would be the best way that they could reach out to you? I think LinkedIn. I appreciate LinkedIn and the networking that LinkedIn um, provides. So if anyone wants to reach out, they can message me there. I've had great conversations um, on LinkedIn, and I think it's a really great tool that is sometimes almost underutilized. So LinkedIn is definitely the place. Cool, cool. So I'll be putting a link to your uh, your account on LinkedIn uh, in the show notes for people to reach out if, if they had any more questions for you. To be respectful of your time, I'd like to thank you again for taking some time out of your busy day to be on the show. No problem, and I appreciate you having me. It's been great. All right. If you like our show, please share with your friends or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Slack group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there. And I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy. CIT and me, and remember, technology is a tool, patient care is the goal.